Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to everyone listening today how much you truly love each and every one of them. I ask that in Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 3, beginning in verse 1. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart, and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the firstfruits of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand, in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are all who retain her. The Lord, by wisdom, founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up, and clouds dropped down the dew. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, so they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down, and your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence, and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due, when it is in the power of your hand to do so. 
Do not say to your neighbor, Go and come back, and tomorrow I will give it, when you have it with you. Do not devise evil against your neighbor, for he dwells by you for safety's sake. Do not strive with a man without cause, if he has done you no harm. Do not envy the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. For the perverse person is an abomination to the Lord. But his secret counsel is with the upright. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. Surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. Friends, today as we close out the week, I'm going to key in on three verses of Proverbs 3. Proverbs 3, verses 5, 6, and 7 tell us this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Friends, verses 5 and 6 are different than verse 7. The story I'm going to tell you today is a man that we all know. I'm going to talk about Noah way back in the very first book of the Bible. And if we go to Genesis chapter 6, this is where Noah is introduced. Noah had trust in God, and Noah was different than all the other people on the earth at that time. At that time, the earth was filled with evil. So before I go on, I am going to read the entire sixth chapter of Genesis. The chapter is entitled, The Wickedness and Judgment of Man. Now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. Yet his days shall be one hundred and twenty years. There were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, 
and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Friends, I'm going to stop here for just a moment. I'm going to go over point one. God was sorry he had made man. Now, I am reading out of the Nelson Study Bible, and I'd like to go over the commentary in my Bible for verses 6 and 7. For verse 6, it says, was sorry. So God was sorry. And this is what the commentary says. The language is what theologians called anthropopathic. That is, the Lord is described as having human emotions. In these words, we sense the passion of the Lord. He had desired so much from humanity and was overwhelmingly disappointed. In verse 7, the words, I will destroy. It says, humanity's ruin extends to all living things that God had made on the earth. Let's go on to verse 9. This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. And Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. So God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Friends, I'm going to pause right here and go over point two. Noah walked with God. I want you to think about those four words. Noah walked with God. Friends, I don't know about you. I like the way that sounds. I would like to be known as someone who walked with God. But I want to go over the commentary for verse 13. It says, God's message to Noah was graphic and severe, but the faithful reader of the Bible is also impressed with God's grace. The creator of the universe, who owes man nothing, took one man into his confidence. The words, end of all flesh, it would appear that God's grace period of 120 years was now complete. Friends, God had had enough, and he said, I'm not 
going to put up with this anymore. I'm not going to make concessions with man anymore. I'm simply going to put an end of all of mankind except for Noah. Let's go on, beginning in verse 14. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch. And this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, its width 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits. You shall make a window for the ark, and you shall finish it to a cubit from above, and set the door of the ark in its side. You shall make it with lower, second, and third decks. And behold, I myself am bringing flood waters on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life. Everything that is on the earth shall die. Friends, point three I'd like to bring up is that the ark was prepared. And what I'd like to say is that Noah was obedient to do all that God had asked him to do. Put yourself back in Noah's time. Noah, there is no sign to indicate that Noah lived near water. He has been told by God to build a large boat. He probably has never seen a boat in his life, and yet he is obedient to do exactly what God has asked him to do. I really want you to think about that. But what's even more special about Noah is it took him over a hundred years to build this boat and for this great flood to actually occur. Let's go back to verse 18. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you, and of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female, of the birds after their kind, of animals after their kind, and of every creeping thing of the earth after its kind. Two of every kind will come to you to keep them alive, and you shall take for yourself of all food that is eaten. And you shall gather it to yourself, and it shall be food for you and for them. Thus Noah did according to all that God commanded him, so he did. Friends, the last point I would like to bring up is that God enters into a covenant with Noah. Now, I'm going to read the commentary in my Bible for verses 18 
and 19. And it says, in strongest contrast to God's punishment in the preceding verse, God in his mercy established his covenant with Noah. This is the first time the word covenant is used in the Bible. Some believe the concept of covenant is found in chapter 3, verse 15, but the word doesn't occur until here. The details of this covenant were given after the flood in chapter 9. Here in the midst of judgment, the Lord stooped down to meet the needs of his servant and to enter into a binding oath with him. In order to perpetuate the human family, God promised to preserve Noah's family and two of every sort of animal. Friends, before we close today, let's go back to our proverb of the day, verses 5, 6, and 7, and review them. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Noah trusted in God. He did not lean on his own understanding. In all of his ways, he acknowledged God, and he directed his paths. But I do want to also mention verse 7. Do not be wise in your own eyes. And Noah certainly wasn't. Fear the Lord, which Noah did, and depart from evil. Friends, the great flood came because of the evil of all mankind. Thank God for Noah being a righteous man, or none of us would be here today. The call to action I'd like for you to do is ask yourself a simple question today. Are you a righteous man or woman? Are you righteous? If someone were to ask about you, what would they say? Would they say good things or would they say things that are not so good? Give it some thought as we enter into the weekend. The suggested scripture reading for this weekend is what I often do on the weekend. I ask that you reread our proverb of the day, Proverb 3, today. Read Proverb 4, tomorrow. And read Proverb 5, on Sunday. And I ask that you go back and read the entire sixth chapter of Genesis. Review that story. Meditate on it. Think about what it must have been like for Noah, knowing that it took actually a hundred years to hear all the ridicule, everything that everyone was saying around Noah, and yet he followed God. He did what he said to do. I hope you enjoyed this story. 
Friends, I will never end the podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I invite you to say a simple prayer after me today. Father God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you that you were willing to come to earth and to set a wonderful example of how we can live our lives every day. You were tempted in all areas, as are we, and yet you never gave in to the temptation of sin. Jesus, thank you for setting that example for us. Yet, you were willing to die on a cross so that everyone listening to this podcast today would have all of their sins forgiven. Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died on that cross for me. And on the third day, you rose from the dead and now sit at the right hand of God the Father. Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart. I want you to lead me and guide me from this point forward. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, if any of you said that prayer, go on my website, Wisdom todaybk.com. Click on the contact tab. Give me your name. Give me your information. Let me know you said that prayer. And if you have any questions about anything you heard, also go on that website. And if you enjoy this podcast, if you listen to it on a regular basis, please go on that website. Once again, it's Wisdom Today bk.com. Please rate this podcast. Give me a thumbs up. Enter any comments that you'd like. I appreciate it. This is how we can expand this podcast and get more listeners. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, it's the weekend. Please take out your spouse, take out your children, go have some fun. Tell them how much God loves them and how much you love them. And I will see you back on Monday as we further explore wisdom today.